We're going to turn first to the person who has been worst affected by events in Dublin today, the five-year-old girl who was stabbed and is in a serious condition in hospital. And going to the words first of President Michael D. Higgins, who issued a statement to say, all of our thoughts are with each of the children and their families affected by today's horrific attack outside Gwaelskull Kaloshtawera in Dublin city centre. We are particularly thinking of the five-year-old girl and the member of staff caring for her who are both in a serious condition in hospital. All of our prayers are with with each of them for a full recovery. The Gardaí deserve all of our support in dealing with this incident, that it would be used or abused by groups with an agenda that attacks the principles of social inclusion is reprehensible and deserves condemnation by all those who believe in the rule of law and democracy. That statement coming from Oris on Uchtaron. Well, we're going to go first tonight uh, to that situation in Dublin city centre where the journal.ie's Emer McCauley is on the line. Emer, you're in Dublin city centre tonight. Um, firstly, let's go to the little girl who is still being treated for serious injuries in hospital. What's the latest? The last that we've heard is that she's in a very uh, serious condition, that she's received emergency medical treatment uh, and that it's been a really difficult situation for her family. Um, she's being treated in CHI Temple Street. I'm sure staff are working around the clock to try uh, and ensure, you know, the best outcome possible. But, you know, it, it is a very serious situation as things stand. And what are things like in the city centre now? Are there still people there? Is the trouble still ongoing? Absolute chaos, Colm. So it started off at the cordon around the scene on Parnell Square East earlier today, Gardaí doing a very hard job there. People hurling abuse at them, uh, shouting kind of anti-immigrant and racist sentiments and shouting abuse kind of at the media as well. One journalist in particular was getting harassed. Uh, I was videoing it because I was reporting on what was going on and a guy pressed himself up against me behind me and told me to stop recording. So it was an intimidating situation even then. Since then, what emergency services in Gardaí have faced in the city centre is uh, frightening. I think it's very rare that we see something on this scale. Uh, we've seen, you know, Gardaí getting pushed over, holding riot shields on Parnell Street, fireworks fired in the direction of Gardaí. You know, a, a Dublin bus was set on fire uh, at the top of O'Connell Street uh, and um, a Lewis carriage was set on fire. So, you know, it really is like a large scale of damage that's being done to property. Uh, Gardaí at this stage have all the side streets around O'Connell Street kind of cordoned off and they've closed off the area. Um, So tonight what you would have seen is people, mostly men with masks on, running away down those streets with bags full of looted items. Uh, Some people, you know, packing themselves into cars and spinning off at the end. Um, But people still giving the Gardaí abuse at that stage. So I'd say it's been quite a scary situation for anyone who's had to get home through the city centre tonight, uh, for anyone who's needed to be somewhere urgently. I mean, it's completely closed down businesses and public transport. Indeed, as you say, anyone who's trying to get out of the city centre who didn't come uh, in a car to cause trouble and be taken away again, Erin Rodairn has issued a statement to say Tara Street Station currently closed due to serious incidents in the city area. Dart and commuter trains operating but will not call it Tara Street and encouraging people to use Connolly or Pierce stations. The Lewis, as people probably heard in the bulletin, have shut the red and the green lines also uh, and Dublin bus has suspended services uh, throughout the city.
but people still in the city centre, Emer, um, in in the area you're in, you said there was activity in the side streets. So the initial large group that was on O'Connell Street broke up into smaller groups and dispersed throughout the city centre, still causing trouble as they went. Oh yeah, like I've just walked home down Capel Street um, towards the Dorset Street area. And as I was walking home on Capel Street, there were lads in masks with big wooden sticks smashing in the front window of a shop premises. And there were people living in flats above it looking down. I'm sure they're absolutely terrified. I got out of there as quickly as possible. Uh, you know, it, it really is a scary situation. Guardy, you're kind of lining the entrances to the streets around O'Connell Street. Uh, and there are still groups standing there sort of facing off with them. Bottles have been thrown uh, so there definitely still is trouble. It's probably dispersed and been broken up a little bit now, but you wouldn't advise anyone to be heading into that city centre area tonight unless they really had to, you know. No, indeed. And even the Rotunda Hospital, where medics from the Rotunda Hospital rushed to the scene of the stabbing outside Gwaleskull Kaloshta were earlier. They say due to that ongoing incident on Parnell Square, patients advised not to travel to the hospital this evening unless absolutely necessary. Uh, the hospital is fully operational at the time, but the, the service is still in place for people in an emergency. Obviously, the sexual assault treatment unit in the city still there as well, which would be included as an emergency services uh, that there. The the information that's coming out, uh, Emer, the guard, the commissioner, we heard his words there saying this was a far-right, a lunatic hooligan faction driven by far-right ideology. From what you were able to tell on the street today, how much of it fitted that picture and how much were opportunist hangers-on who were uh, making use of the situation, the chaotic situation, in order to carry out thefts in the shops around the area? You know, there there was that usual far-right faction uh, live-streaming the event, encouraging people to go down, sort of organising the riot in via social media. You can see all of that online. And then, you know, from what I saw, a lot of young kind of maybe opportunist people who are there really to loot shops, like the front windows of Lifestyle Sports and JD Sports are completely smashed in. And there were loads of, you know, younger lads in there tonight taking whatever they could and then running away. You know, it's mostly younger men that you would have seen there tonight, certainly not families or anything like that. Um, And then, unfortunately, some quite young kids as well on the streets going out looking at that lit and definitely not a safe situation for them to be in. You know, it's really unfortunate at a time when emergency services are dealing with what's an absolutely tragic and horrific attack you know, that, that this has happened tonight, you know, this level of disruption is absolutely the last thing that they've needed. And it's so unfortunate because members of the public played such a vital role earlier in subduing that attacker and stopping things from being even worse than, than they were. Um, so it's obviously just so unfortunate that people who are trying to do their jobs and, you know, look after people tonight have been abused and attacked in this way. All right, Emer McCauley from the journal.ie. Safe home first and foremost and thanks for joining us uh, on the line there. We also have uh, Brendan O'Connor, President of the Guard, the Representative Association there. Brendan O'Connor, good, uh, good evening to you. Thanks for joining us. Good evening. Um, we did hear reports of Garda property, members of Ungarda Sheikhana being targeted not only in the line of duty but also people, members who were not within the main body of the public order unit. What can you tell us about how your members were affected this evening, first of all, from what you're hearing? 
Well, what we hear, obviously, we, we've all seen the imagery of, of what happened, and we've seen, obviously, guards came under sustained attack while trying to maintain order and protect um, the, the protect citizens, protect private property, and protect the um, transport infrastructure of the city. So I can't recount an individual incident, but I suppose it was an extremely hazardous and hostile environment members found themselves in, and certainly individual members going by the footage that I've seen uh, did become isolated and, and were vulnerable, but um, as yet we don't have any concrete details on any injuries or, or, or that were sustained or any particular uh, instances. So it was an overall effort, um, collective effort, all hands on deck as usual. The members of, that I'm proud to represent, just when the call went out, we had members mobilised all over the city initially and now tonight as the evening involves cars jumping in cars and vans all over the country to make their way to Dublin to answer the call and, and, and protect vulnerable citizens and try and protect property and restore order in our capital city. So I want to commend those members and I think it's important to recognise the sacrifice and commitment to profession and dedication that they're showing. And as far as you're aware, at what point in the day did the atmosphere change? We heard from Emer there saying that the, the stabbing incident, the shock of that, the first reaction of, of people in the surrounding area was to stop the the uh, alleged perpetrator of all of this and also then to administer medical help and to uh, keep the, the, the main suspect there until Gardaí arrived. At what point did, did the, the situation deteriorate and how rapidly? Well, I actually don't have facts and information because, unfortunately, we rely on a network of representatives. And at a time like this, our reps are primarily uh, police personnel and our commitment is to um, providing that police service. But like yourselves, we're, we're relying on uh, incidental reports and, and information f- uh, filtering through to unofficial channels. But it would appear that sometime in the late evening there is after dark, certain elements started to gather and that's when it seemed to get a little bit nasty and uh, all I suppose the focus moved away from the initial response and uh, Gary found himself dealing with a um, slightly different situation after the initial incident had been dealt with and he means response provided. All right. And have members been in touch with you or is it is it too soon for that uh, at this stage of, of, of the day? It's too soon. Uh, the, the only message that I'm receiving is messages, all hands on deck, can everyone scramble, everyone get involved and we're just trying to, everyone is just doing their best to contribute to the meeting aftermath and answer our call of duty. As a rep body, we'd be analysing it after the days unfold and see where, where, where problems arose, but initially we're part of the police response and that's where our members' commitment is. All right, Brendan O'Connor, President of the GRA, thanks very much for joining us on the line. Dermot, o- uh, Dermot O'Leary from the National Bus and Rail Workers Union is also on the line. You're the Secretary General of the union there. We've heard reports uh, obviously of services being suspended in the case of Dublin Bus, services being affected in the case of Erin Road. Erin, but also property being damaged, buses being set on fire. What have you been hearing from your members, Dermot? Yeah, well, first, yeah, first of all, Colin, just to look, I mean, look, the MBU utterly condemns the, you know, the, 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 the what happened today, uh, what has sparked off this, uh, with, and the victims of thoughts and prayers with the victims of that appalling uh, attack uh, this afternoon. Uh, and hopefully, you know, the, 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 the full recovery will be made. And again, our thoughts and prayers with the MBU with those uh, victims. But certainly in terms of what happened after, and nobody uh, that represents anybody in the MBU, not least my office, would condone uh, the thuggery and the violence 
violence uh, and the wanton, I suppose, the, the type of behaviour that we'd be witnessing on our capital streets tonight, they don't represent me. And I, I would say with confidence they represent anyone in this country. It's absolutely a disgrace. But to answer your question directly, uh, where we have reports of up to six buses being set on fire, waiting for confirmation on those. We have also reports of one bus driver being physically pulled from a bus uh, on O'Connor Bridge, uh, assaulted as he was pulled from the bus, and that bus was also set on fire. Reports from O'Connor Street, from our representatives uh, that are in O'Connor Street, that Lewis lines were physically pulled down uh, from uh, you know from the height that they are at. The overhead on the power ground. lines, is it? The overhead power lines have been pulled down as well. And I've listened, uh, to obviously, to Brendan O'Connor, and I, I must commend his colleagues and, and, and their actions and, and their, 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 their efforts to, to defend the citizens of the capital city uh, this evening. It's, an, it's, not, it's not an easy task. But again, I, I, you have politicians in the studio tonight and you have the likes of me on the phone. It does behove civic leaders, uh, you know, community leaders, trade union representatives like myself to condemn utterly these thugs, uh, these despicable people that, uh, you know, carry out this type of destruction. And uh, you're, uh, the reporter from the journal earlier talking about looting. Uh, what does looting say to any uh, uh, social dis- discourse? It's just opportunism uh, of the worst and of the lowest. Uh, type of behaviour and again the MBIU uh, column rep- is a broad church I suppose represents 80 plus nationalities across the transport companies we represent we have to take a decision tonight uh, at 8 o'clock waiting on the authorities to do so and it, to be fair to the people in Dublin bus in particular they were trying to make decisions uh, on, on the hoof if you like and we made a call at 8 o'clock tonight from, from my office uh, to suspend all service in Dublin right. bus and, and to and advise both there and drivers did the diversity did the diversity of your workforce influence that? Because as uh, the guard, the commissioner we heard from earlier, described the activity as being directed by a lunatic hooligan faction driven by far-right ideology. Was that of a source of concern for you that made you feel that you had to take extra protective measures for, as you say, a workforce with an excess of 80 nationalities? Well, the, the, our, our immediate concern is the health and safety of all our members. We don't distinguish our, 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 our between, what, you know, whatever race or ethnicity we represent. We represent that. But I'm just making the point that the people that provide a bus service, so some of those tows that were on the street tonight, some of the people that supply, supply a Lewis service, some of the people that operate trains, take those tows from A to B on an almost regular basis. And again, it does, as I said already, behove us as civic leaders in whatever sphere we operate in to condemn those people to tell us people there's no place for them in our society. Finally and briefly Dermot O'Leary there was a report of a bus being stolen uh, as, as well did you get any reports of that? Yeah, look, I, I, I look. I checked it out and then before it just came came to you, like, I'm told that it didn't, that did not happen. But I suppose the onset of artificial intelligence and all that type of stuff going on, sure. it's easy to conjure up these images. But my understanding is that no, that did not happen. All right, Dermot O'Leary from the NBRU. Thanks very much for joining us on the line. It should be said that other information that was put into the public domain, uh, namely images circulating of defence forces vehicles in Dublin city centre, were not from this evening, but from a separate routine operation that have no connection to this evening's events, according to the Defence Forces and they have asked everybody to be sensitive to spreading disinformation and to take care. Well, we're going to t- turn to our panel here because Senator Malcolm Byrne of the Fianna Fáil Senator is here with us. Mick Barry, Solidarity People for Profit TD for Cork North Central and Sarah Burns, political reporter with the Irish Times. I'll go to you first, um, Malcolm Byrne. The scenes that, that have been uh, witnessed in, in, in Dublin City Centre are one thing, but let's go back to the events earlier in the day, the shock of an attack being perpetrated on uh, three young children and a woman outside uh, Gaelskull Kalashtawera in, in Dublin city centre. 
Uh, It's horrific. Uh, And I think the president's words reflected the feelings of the entire country um, that we want to show solidarity, not just with the individuals who are impacted, but indeed that whole school community, because that school uh, will be going through the trauma of what's happened today. It, 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 It has... Uh, you know, long-term repercussions. Um, and it, it, it really just is, uh, it's horrific. And I think, you know, the, the good that happened today was bystanders intervening, you know, people from the north inner city, decent people coming out uh, and making sure uh, that, you know, other children were protected. And not uh, only that, but 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 safeguarding uh, the alleged perpetrator of, yeah. of this in order that justice could could take its course. I heard one one woman who had come from the Stardust Inquiry out uh, to take a break from the inquiry, seeing the scene unfold and then putting herself in harm's way in order that justice would take its course. I, I, I saw that interview as well. I mean, and it's, it shows, you know, that the overwhelming majority of people uh, are fundamentally decent. And the North Inner City, and I spent on, on my way here this evening, I contacted friends of mine who live in the North Inner City, Senator Mary Fitzpatrick, my colleague, uh, who, who lives and works and breathes in, in, in that area. Uh, and they're, you know, they're disappointed, they're angry about what has happened, but they're determined to show that this isn't the North Inner City. And particularly as well, the events that are happening there this evening, that doesn't reflect uh, the community that exists. So I, we've got to stand uh, with the school families. We've equally got to stand, I entirely agree, with, with Dermot O'Leary, with the Guardi, with the emergency workers, with the transport workers. You know, what... You know, attacking Lewis, closing down the public transport system uh, in in our capital. Um, <coughs> and I think it's, it's time, I mean, people are just fed up about this. For ordinary people for who live in the north inner city, for people who have businesses there, we have seen these problems about crime and uh, antisocial behaviour growing. And for the 99.9% of decent people in this country, we are fed up. Uh, with, frankly, I'm going to say the softly, softly approach to policing some of these thugs and groups. Uh, it's been going on for too long. In many ways, sure, the events were not a surprise. Uh, and, and although the Garda Commissioner said this was a spontaneous event, it, 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 it was I, a riot. I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll come back to you on that. Mick Barry, just I want to go back to the events from earlier today. Firstly, uh, an attack on on small children in the city centre. Your thoughts are no doubt with uh, with with the young girl, the five year old girl who is who is still seriously injured and being treated in Temple Street Hospital. Yeah, my 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 heart goes out to all of those who were viciously attacked today and their families. Uh, and I think, like everybody else, uh, my thoughts tonight are particularly uh, with that five year old girl uh, in a serious condition and her her carer with with the injuries that she sustained. I think that. Um, you know, I, I, I do want to condemn um, those who uh, exploited and tried to exploit, and we saw it on social media all afternoon, a tragic set of circumstances in order to promote an agenda, in order to promote a racist agenda. That's what the Irish far right have been working at all day today, uh, stirring up um, the the... The, the, the crowd for what we see in the city centre of uh, Dublin tonight, uh, attacking fire brigade workers, I don't think have been mentioned yet, uh, attacking uh, bus workers, attacking the Gardaí and attacking uh, uh, the shops. And I'd like to uh, congratulate uh, 
the National Bus and Rail Workers Union for the action that they took in taking the buses uh, off the road. I think, you know, today is a day where you could despair, but I think that the the uh, actions of ordinary decent people like the bus workers, like the, the women from the Stardust Inquiry who came over to intervene, the medical staff who came down from the Rotunda, and another person who hasn't been mentioned yet, uh, the, Deliveroo, the Deliveroo worker uh, who uh, intervened uh, along with the, the rest of the crowd in order to try and protect people uh, and stop that going even further and even worse than it actually was. We did get a text in from somebody um, saying everyone's trapped in town, restaurant workers, late night shoppers. What are we meant to do? There's massive disruption that are co- that's causing disruption to, to people's lives. Uh, Sarah Burns, political reporter with the Irish Times. Did you see any of this as, as you made your way out here this evening or were you working in the city centre today? I had actually uh, left town a little, a little earlier this evening, but when as I was coming out in a taxi, uh, like you said, people were just stranded on the side of the road trying to pick up a lift somewhere. Um, I, I know like my taxi driver himself was saying, did something happen? I just logged on and I, I didn't realise what had happened in town. Um, I think it's interesting though, listening to some of the comments that have come out this evening, in particular from Helen McEntee, the Minister for Justice, saying order would be restored, people would be brought to justice, this kind of behaviour won't be tolerated. And I know a few months ago she spoke about uh, <coughs> when that attack had happened on the American tourists and she said herself that Dublin was a safe place and she felt safe in Dublin. And I just wonder now, will those comments come back to haunt her a little but bit? Well, she was asked about that on, on, on primetime just sh- shortly before we came on air and she said this was not an issue of, of street safety and said that that the violence scene on, on, the, on the streets tonight were... Um, were not typical of 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 that, um, but in terms of how the discussions around public order, the discussions of resourcing of public order, in a way, in terms of an incident within the city centre, the protests outside the Dáil, and I'm not saying that any of the same people were being involved. Just to, just to make that clear, were in a way a dry run for an incident in the city centre that maybe should have given warning as to how that might be responded to. Yeah, and I think a lot of the, over the coming days now, there's going to be a lot of questions about Garda resources and whether there was enough resources there this evening. Did they come on stream quickly enough? Um, There's obviously issues in terms of trying to get numbers actually to join the Garda and seeing scenes like this 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 evening won't encourage anybody or won't, nobody will want to join the Garda if these are the kind of things they have to put up with. Although, as we heard from uh, Brendan O'Connor from the GRA, people coming in from all over the country, according to what he's hearing from GRA members, in order to join the effort and restore order in the capital. We're going to take a break. We're back. We're going to have a look at the Social Welfare Bill and later on in the programme, the, the discussion around scrapping the triple lock. The Late Debate with Colm Mungon on RTE Radio 1.